0: Thank you, Big Daddy. Welcome back to the WIP Morning Show. Now, Marcus, that is the introduction to what we like to call the Serenity Now segment on the Fast-Growing Overnight Show, where, once again, it was uh, introduced to the general population by the late, great Frank Costanza as a method to calm yourself down when you're getting overly aggravated. Just say Serenity Now, and it's supposed to calm you down. But as it turns out, it ends up having the opposite effect because it bottles you up, and then you just explode uh, and, Marcus, there is a particular player on the Philadelphia Eagles that I just I, I can't hold back uh, about anymore. Jason Kelsey. It's not Jason. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Jason Kelsey. Brian Dawkins. The Eagles lost their second game of the season. Just second. Yeah, there was a lot of agitating parts, and I've been frustrated with what the coaching staff had to say. But it was only their second loss. They are 13-2. and Sadly, even with a backup quarterback and four turnovers, they had – multiple opportunities to wrap it up and win their 14th game. Didn't happen, and a lot of us will focus on the third and 30 play because y'all are idiots. Uh, and and but you should because with all that you can still point third and 30 should never happen. A team should never convert. And it came down to a backup player in Josiah Scott being in the wrong position, unable to, you know, to uh, come down with the proper coverage, but in the moment, you could certainly say, "Well, Darius Slay, you know, I mean, come on, you got to know better. The guy's not where he's supposed to be. You got to find a way to get over there." No,
1: that's that's ridiculous.
0: Okay, so it was Josiah Scott, right? Right. The subject of my serenity now is Darius Slay, not because of the play, right? But because of the childish behavior that took place afterwards. So the backup, the backup's backup is out there, and he makes a mistake, and Dallas converts on the third the and thirty.
1: The backup's backup playing out of position.
0: Yes. And many say, well, it's Darius Slay. Okay, well, was, okay. so it wasn't Darius Slay. Darius Slay is a captain on the freaking Eagles. He was elected captain by his teammates. How dare you call out your teammates for not being in the right position in a loss? You man up. I'm a leader. I'm the veteran. Hey, we got to coach better. We're going to fix it. It happens. It's not going to happen again. You call out your teammate, and he wasn't done. After he left uh, the game, when he was on his way home with us on the plane, when he got home, he goes on social media and he sees that this is always going to be the case. There's going to be people on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever, blaming you for something. And there were a number of people blaming him for that third and 30. So he couldn't hold back and he took to social media saying it wasn't him. This cannot stand. Well, well,
1: let's be clear about something there were a lot of knuckleheads including some on this station oh yeah sure said it was him
0: yeah it wasn't him you're a team leader you're 13 and 2 what he you don't said, have to
1: say anything what he said and what he did weren't right but you know i think his comment was people don't know what they're talking about or something like that correct like, right yeah well they don't don't say anything don't say anything good point good point mm-hmm. but He's Darius Slay. He says stuff all the time.
0: Well, I don't like this because you only suffered your
1: second loss of the season. Only imagine, second. Imagine overreacting to that, John.
0: Th- that's a problem. Uh, hey, Darius, I got about, news for you. I'm talking about you. Oh, I got news for uh, Marcus, <laughs> you know something, Marcus? I got news for you and Darius Slay. Okay. Who has more interceptions in their last six games, Darius Slay or Josh Sweat? The answer is Josh Sweat.
1: Yeah, nobody throws at Darius Slay.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, six- Six games without an interception. Who's going to Pro- the Pro Bowl? Who's an alternate? Josh Sweat. Who's going to the Pro Bowl? Oh, here we go. Off the first eight games of the season. We're going to go through this all over again. His play has dipped the last six or seven games. We can agree on that. I'm not saying it's been bad, but it has dipped. It's not what it was the first half of the season. Yeah, and still- then you're going to pull that line out? Give me a break. Which line? The whole uh, it's not me. It's not my fault. And oh, start his to, line, right. Yeah, Darius yeah, should said that.
1: We agree about that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I take serious issue. You're a veteran. You were elected a team captain by your peers. You don't throw guys under the bus like everybody that. Everybody just do their job. Officer, oh, you believe that?
1: Yes. It's Darius it's, Slay. Well, it's not him, acceptable. I didn't make him a captain. It's not acceptable. I didn't make him a captain. So had he not been a captain mm-hmm. and he said that.
0: Well, are no, you, it amplifies it because you, he is a captain. Right,
1: so it's less of a big deal if he's a captain. No, it's still a big deal but because you're le- a veteran. That's not the question. The question is, is it less of a big deal if he's not a captain?
0: Yes. Okay. Because he's elected then, by his teammates to be a captain. Then who, who made him a captain? His teammates. No, by the He's no, elected by them. His coach made him a captain. Is that how – so when the – Aren't they elected by the, the team, uh, by groupings? A, nobody
1: becomes a captain, election or not, without the blessing of the coach.
0: Oh, I yeah, know. Okay, so he gets the final yes or no. Correct. But he's not the one literally hand-picking, and the, t- and the teammates just have to deal with you it. Just, you just you just defined hand-picking. That's the right. Only
1: per- you can only hand-pick if you're one person. You can vote and be part of a process. But the guy who hand-picked him as the captain was Nick Sirianni. Was he hand- so? His teammates at no point. No, even if they had, even if they voted him in. He needs the final. He gives the final. The approval. final say guy is the hand picker. He can veto it, and he can. So, is – Sure, but why is, would he though? I mean, it's because he of wants the, the teammates. This is who Darius Slay is. There have been plenty of captains who, in, in the history of football who didn't be, get to be captain. Malcolm Jenkins was like a, a like a standing captain. One. Day. This is incredibly important to these some of these guys anyway. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins was like the captain. For the defense, like, like in prep- per- perpetuity, he, he was the team representative, such pride. He in was him. like part of the committee and whatnot. And I forgot that one day, and it's the only time he smacked me down. Oh, uh, really? I asked him something that that was captain tangential or something like that, and he's like, "You know, I'm a captain. What are you talking about? This stuff is really important to these guys." Yeah, which is why every single coach can veto a captaincy. You know, because this is how the team is run, and uh,
0: the, these are the guys who are expected to set an example. Ex- this was a yes, poor example. Exactly, and th- and it's completely uncalled you for by at Darius. Me for like, three minutes. I did, and I agreed with you. Oh, all right. Well, let's move on then. You just assumed I would be contrary. I thought you would be. This, I'm used to Marcus Hayes being that way. Half. Well, the this time. is an open. Even the, is you this can, a new Marcus this Hayes? This is so 2023, open and shut. Marcus. This Hayes. is so
1: open and shut, right and wrong. Even you were right. Oh man. Rich
0: Township. <laughs> he couldn't <laughs> help himself. Hey Rich.
2: Good morning. How is everybody? How's everybody? How you Rich?
1: doing,
2: man? Mark, you kinda of stole my thunder a little bit about, about Slay. See, I'm not surprised at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his past comments, what he's done in the past, his, his behavior, it's not shocking at all. I agree with you one hundred percent. He never should have said it, but he did because that's Darius Slay.
1: It's so really let dumb. me ask you this: Do you think it matters? Do you think the coaches are upset with it? Do you think Josiah Scott took offense to it? Do you think it's a big deal?
2: I think something was said behind closed doors, but we'll never know. I don't think Sirianni or Gannon, either way, with the way the defense is playing, didn't pull him off to the side and say, "Hey, maybe you thought you were a little too harsh," or, or something along those lines. That sounds too soft.
0: I would maybe, Rich. I'll tell you what, Marcus. I mean, I, you would be you would know better than either of us. One of the members, of the coach, had to have pulled him aside after those comments when they heard them. Right? There's no way you so. let that slide. I don't
1: know. I mean, I I think Sirianni might might say something very very subtly, but <clears throat> Sirianni, like I said, it's it's it. You lay this at the feet of the coaches if you name him a captain. Now, do you remember last year when Fletcher Cox was complaining about how Jonathan Gannon was using him? Yes. Very well, much so. what happened there was. The Eagles said we could trade you. Remember? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so that was more than Nick Sirianni and that was more than Jonathan Gannon. Mm. That was Howie Roseman and Jeffrey that Lurie. Was Howie sure. Yeah. You know, and Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie had taken a ton of criticism for hiring Nick Sirianni, but were generally lauded for for hiring uh Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. So they stuck up for Jonathan Gannon. So to answer your question, it might it, there there might be some, you know, Thunder and fire coming down from above Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon to Darius Slay.
2: Right, and and once again, we'll never hear about that because it won't go public. So it makes the team sound like they're in disarray. Well, you know well I,
1: mean? I mean, we did hear about the Fletcher Cox thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Know, yeah. They, 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 howie Howie is very very good at sort of back
0: channeling messages to the players. Yeah, Rich, give me you know, a you, uh, Rich, give me a candy with chocolate in it. Uh, just one last comment. Sure. I'm not worried about, about this
2: loss against Dallas. Does it hurt because it's Dallas? Only goes it's Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will be worried if they lose to New Orleans, no matter who's on the field, because I don't think New Orleans is that good yeah. with, with 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 that. So I, I'm i not worried. And this way everybody gets the rest and everybody's happy. Okay. But on any occasion,
0: chocolate candy, M&M's. M&M's. Oh, M&M's absolutely, uh, absolutely get you a spin on the prize wheel. Marcus Hayes just loving spinning the prize wheel. Uh, it, like a kid. It, it, it's a bit weighted, uh, so you gotta really. I'm glad you I'm could put the good. open to it. Oh, number twelve, Cindy slot. You get a Philadelphia Phillies vintage bobblehead. Congratulations. We've already given away
1: one of those Keith Jones cards with me spin the wheel, and you gave it away. It was it's a on long. Your spin. It's a long show, Marcus. Yeah, I know. I've already given away more stuff than he normally gives away. You're
0: right. Yeah, it's we also shot. have the whole wheel available still. We have like three quarters of the wheel, Marcus. It's but you know, percentage wise, it's going to work. Maybe I'm just better at it. Oh, here we go. Kevin in West Phillies on WIP. How you doing, Kevin?
3: Hey, good morning. How you doing, morning show?
0: Morning, awesome.
3: Kev. Hey, I, I want to talk about the Eagles a little bit. Okay. Uh, my my thoughts on on the Eagles is, is uh, Jalen Hurts is more hurt than they say in twenty percent. I think I'm I'm leaning more like fifty. Mm. I think he's really hurt. And then my second uh, thing with them is uh. They saying Lane Johnson is one of the most important cogs. Where they get, got to be thirteen and two.
0: Kev, he, Kev uh, Lane Johnson has not allowed a sack in thirty consecutive starts. That. It's insane.
3: But the but football football those starts from the head down. We starting with the quarterback. We only get three seconds back there. So I mean.
0: Well, with Lane, he sometimes gets five. Yeah. Well, hold on, Kev. Let me let me go to Marcus. No, I hear you, Kev. Hang on. Let me go to Mar- Marcus. How important a loss is Lane Johnson? You know, uh, the drop-off
1: from Lane to Jack Driscoll might not be as big as the drop-off from Jalen to Gardner Minshew. I mean, Jack Driscoll's a pretty good player, and Jalen Hurts, what he does in an offense that was created for Jalen Hurts It just can't be replicated by a guy like Gardner Minshew who can't do the things that Jalen Hurts does, and Jalen Hurts can pretty much do everything that Gardner Minshew does. So to your point, Kevin, when you talk about uh, ability, okay, Lane Johnson is playing at a Hall of Fame level right now and has for a long time. He is the more able – he's the better football player. He's the more able football player. But he might not be as valuable, and I don't think he is as valuable – as this quarterback, considering who the backups are, number one, and the level at which Jalen was playing, so say Jalen is 80% when he finally comes back. From my perspective, that's much more valuable than Lane Johnson at 100%. Oh sure, no, no, I'm not down. I mean, we know the importance of that position and how you know. well he's playing. I mean, Jalen, Jalen is an MVP candidate, and yeah. of course, like the offensive lineman will never win it. But I think Kevin's point is. If you're going to compare the, the degree of absence, and, and I think he took a little bit of exception to you saying the best player on the team.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying the most who plays the most important position, but I, I mean, if you look, I mean, Kev, if you look at his track record, losing him is tremendous. I'm, I'm very curious yet worried to see how they adjust accordingly because even when there's, he is someone who they never needed to worry about giving him help. Like he would handle defensive ends one on one, and has for and multiple years now. And linebackers, one on one, he destroyed Michael Parsons. Jack Driscoll at times is going to need help, which is going to alter the def- the offense a little bit. And I suppose with that comes a little bit of concern, right? Because of of Hertz, his willingness to scramble when need be, he, it may result in him scrambling even more.
3: Well, no, I think I think. The, the, I, it, I think it would be a plus because, okay, you get the guy some help, and then you can run the ball efficiently and then not and let her scramble, <laughs> not run behind, not break the line of play. But if you scramble back there and throw the ball 20 or 50 yards, down uh, 30 yards down the field and you get a score, mm. then that's scrambling, not running for your life. Well, well you point – No, it but,
0: but Kev, Kev, do you really think uh, the the loss of Lane Johnson will result in them running the ball more?
3: Well, they need some new wrinkles in that offense if they're going to do something in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> no one in Philadelphia, Kevin, would disagree that they need to run the ball more and no one would be upset if they do it, I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> well, that. That was my comment. No, I said, Kev, give me uh, – it's National Chocolate Candy Day. I need a candy with chocolate in it. Uh, give me a peppermint patty. Oh, I love myself. Oh, Marcus, a nice little York peppermint patty. That gets that man a spin on the wheel. Uh, I, I guess. No, 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 no. You remember the I old... They always throw up. You remember the old 19- 19... you know, Do you like them? I want to throw up. Yeah, oh, they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Best commercials, worst candy. Oh, no, no, yeah. You, oh, you remember those commercials? When I bite into a York peppermint patty, I feel like I'm standing on Mount Everest. Oh, they were great commercials. Great commercials of terrible candy. Serenity now. Number one, congratulations, Kevin. You won a $50 Visa gift card. 215. Holla at your boy, five Kevin. Nine two. I'm like five for five. Turn that mic off, dude. <laughs> he's, he's just wonderful, isn't he? Oh, uh, we're coming up next. we got Jason Ooh. from the Dirty 30. Abdul in and Germantown, Jared also, and Allen who's a Saints
1: fan. Pepper Patty spectacular peanuts character. And a, and an even better candy. Yeah. No, horrible horrible great commercials, what, what great is, character. What do you have candy. against the candy? Is I it don't is like it the... dark chocolate to begin with and there's way too much peppermint? Mm. And um mm. it's just it just doesn't it feels it tastes kind of cheap.
0: So you know, Halloween like in that? your household, and you get the occasional. Deco. No, but
1: but my wife kind of likes peppermint patties. Yeah. But like peppermint patties might as well be hockey pucks. Oh man, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, to hear the that. servicemen get a lot of peppermint peppermint patties. You know how your kids will give their candy to servicemen; and they'll ship it overseas. There's lots of there's lots of peppermint pa- patties floating around. Oh, you know, like those, Afghanistan and Iraq still.
0: Those lucky soldiers. <laughs> what a it's a. I hope totally like candy. peppermint patties. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. More of your calls coming up next at seven eighteen. 24 WIP Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. John Johnson and Marcus Hayes with you. Uh, The substitute crew, so to speak, on the morning show. Angelo's back tomorrow. I'll be with him tomorrow, and then I'll be hosting Friday to wrap up 2022.
1: You can only be the substitute crew if you do fewer shows than the regular crew.
0: So I guess I'm not a substitute, then. <laughs> not for the last few weeks, uh, I'm right? just part of the – I'm the cog you're, of the WIP morning show, then, you're I the, suppose. You're the, you're,
1: the, you're the frontliner at
0: this point. <laughs> uh, I'm the, the backup singer. Um, we need an update on our Twitter poll question. It is going as I expected because some don't get the context of the question. Francisco Rojas, where are we at here? All right, so an update to this Twitter question is brought to you by Armin Chevrolet, Armin Chevrolet's red tag year-end event, and soon – Visit
2: ArmandChevy.com. Find new roads to Armand Chevrolet closer than you think. All right, so the
0: update on this Twitter poll as of right now: who is the best team in the NFC? Coming in first is Eagles, eighty-one percent. Eighty-one percent. What's number two on this poll? Niners at thirteen point eight. Okay, so clear. we can do the math from there. It's probably like five for Cowboys and next to nothing for yeah. Minnesota. So th- this is where I, I you know, the Twitter doesn't tell you the whole story. I, I imagine many saw this and said, "How dare you!" Eagles, of course they are. They're thirteen and two. They're the best team in the NFC. But as I pointed out to Marcus uh, when we first introduced this about an hour ago, I included in there as of right now, which include, which you know would, would include the status of the team and the health of the players on the roster. So we lost Lane Johnson for we don't know how long, at least till the playoffs, and to come back for an abdominal tear after just two to three, maybe four weeks off would be that'd be something if he's able to do it. Um, you lost Evante, Max. A Broken, Big Toe? Do we know if it's broken? I, don't, I thought it was just badly sprained. Just a, a, But he's out indefinitely, is what right. they said. So for an extended period of time. And then we still don't know officially the status of Jalen Hurts come Sunday against New Orleans. So when I posed this question, um, I honestly thought at the start, I would get more variety, but Eagle, but everybody's headstrong. It's still the Philadelphia Eagles, even as they are at this moment in time. Marcus, you said Dallas, right? Because of the well, current they, unknowns.
1: Absolutely. If you're playing without Lane Johnson, who's your best player, and Jalen Hurts, who's your most important player,
0: then it's not really a question. Oh, boy, and you go Dallas on this. What do you make of those who are – I've watched some of the 49ers. Mr. Irrelevant, their quarterback Brock Purdy doing a tremendous job, being thrown in there as the third stringer. Their defense is unbelievable. Is that a team that will win in the playoffs? It depends on how you are able to defend
1: Christian McCaffrey. That's a what, acquiring Christian McCaffrey was the perfect move for that team at that moment. Jimmy was still, Jimmy G was still healthy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's limited. He is what he is, but that's what good general managers do they understand what their players can't do and especially a quarterback and you compliment them the best you can and acquiring Christian McCaffrey from the Panthers was just genius on their on their part and you know most people who watch the NFL and understand what the NFL is understood that he's really undefendable when you
0: have other options and they have other options yeah Jason from the dirty 30s on WIP how you doing Jason
1: Good morning, John and Mark. How are you guys? We're absolutely. How was your holiday, Jason? It was
4: It was okay. It was all right, you know, besides for Christmas Eve. But, <laughs> you know, getting over that. Uh,
0: have you been getting able to. Over that? Jason, have you been able to. You'll never get over a loss to the Cowboys, but are you accepting of the loss now?
4: Um. It's hard to accept the loss, but let me tell you something. It's gonna be even. It's gonna be even bigger and better when Dal when Dal loss <laughs> comes back to Philly. Is that a new one, Jason? Playoffs.
1: Is that a new oh, one, Dow loss? Is that a new uh-huh. one? Have we heard that before,
0: Dal No, that good. was a that was a good one by Jason. Yeah.
1: Uh huh.
4: Yeah. So you you and, uh, you already
0: see it happening, Jason. There's gonna in a couple week, a couple weeks from now, in the divisional round of the playoffs, or maybe even the NFC Championship, the Dallas Cowboys will visit Lincoln Financial Field.
4: I I predicted, you know, I I predicted that the Eagles were gonna be fourteen and three this year before Ooh. the season
0: started. Ooh. No, so I'm ready to run there. Uh, you're going. You're, you're spot on to this right now, Jason. At 13 and two, you're. I mean, you're could You know, smash what you projected at 14. Uh, it is. Uh, no, so, they're more likely to be 14 and three than anything else, right? Well, I, I guess we'll see who starts a quarterback on.
1: But I mean, if if they win this, it, weekend, no, assuming they're, they're they were probably yeah, going to yeah. lose to the Giants. Yeah, so they will, Jason, they will. did you bet it, Jason?
4: No, I didn't. I'm not working right now, so I'm not. I'm not gambling.
0: So, Jason, how are you feeling about Sunday? Do you think uh, you think Jalen Hurts will play? And if he doesn't, can Gardner Minshew get it done?
4: I feel that Gordon. I think that Gordon can do the job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Norland is just, you know, horrible, and <laughs> I feel that the fans will be behind him. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Uh, it's going to be a win.
0: Okay. Jason, let me get you a spin on this prize wheel.
4: And um, let me also say something. Um, Sure. Today marks my year anniversary since I had my stroke. Oh. And um, let me tell you, I want to thank my family and my friends who have supported me through this whole ordeal it's it's a nightmare but i'm getting
0: through oh, jason jason that's we, great, man. we are
1: delighted that we are a part of your recovery and your life so let me ask you if you the last chocolate candy that you ever eat
0: what would it be
4: Mm, I'm gonna say chocolate color
0: pretzel. Oh, that's a delightful item, Jason. I'm I can't believe it's been a year already. I'm, I'm each and every time we talk to you, sound better and better. I'm happy for you, man. Hang on, let me get you a prize. Number eight. Well, I mean, you like Keith Jones. I don't know how many Keith Jones autographed cards you have, but you know, if you got a fireplace, it'll you know, it's a quick you know. oh, fireplace is up running. It's a beautiful thing they to use for that. They don't even burn. Oh no. <laughs> for, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. I, when I moved to Philadelphia,
1: I despised pretzels in every form except Auntie Anne's and the sweet ones really hot. Right? You, you get them at the airport, they're really. Mm-hmm. You, know, you take them on the plane, a little cup or whatever. I've become kind of a pretzel fan now, especially the soft pretzels every once in a while. But chocolate-covered pretzels do not last.
0: 20 minutes in my house. It's a big weakness. I, I agree. I, I am a big fan of them as well. Yeah, the white chocolate. Uh, any of, white yeah. chocolate oh, ones. Unreal. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, you want them now. White yeah. chocolate. Yeah,
1: they're so good. I like them, but my family, my daughters and my wife, just, it's like it's like a fix for them. It's like a drug.
0: So my wife uh, works in the beauty industry, and she had a client who gave her this nice you know, thank you Christmas present, and it was from this local company whose name is eluding me, uh, of a bunch of chocolate-covered pretzel mm-hmm. items. Yeah. Chocolate-covered sourdough pretzels. When yeah, I first yeah. saw them, I'm like, "Nah, they, unbelievable." But they have to be fresh because the sourdough fades quickly. What happens when sourdough fades? Does it become like uh, it just like,
1: becomes like regular? It, it actually, it, it's kind of it hard. loses
0: its bite and it's really hard. Yeah,
1: it loses its flavor and it's kind of hard. Like they, they stay. It, well,
0: they're hard uh, to begin with, though.
1: They, right, but it they, they seems like they lose some. Mo- Again, it might be the Reese's peanut butter cup phenomenon where I'm imagining this, but it, it, when the sourdough. All that said, they're, yeah, yeah. they're wonderful, and <laughs> they are you know it, 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 in an upset because I really, really don't like pretzels, but
0: I really, really like chocolate-covered pretzels. So when I worked those years at a chocolate factory, um, uh, we used to, you know, out of, ex, out of just experimentation, because we just had it all around us, just trying various things, dipping it in, in the chocolate, and just, <laughs> just eating it. it became, You're talking about pretzels. Uh, pretzels were certainly part of that. Yes. Uh, but we got, you know, it is... Uh, it got to the point where it became a serious problem because we used to substitute meals with just let's dip whatever we have in chocolate and see how it tastes. Right. Uh, Marcus, I don't think there's anything that doesn't taste better with chocolate on it.
1: You know what? I've Another thing I despise, like I don't eat pretzels, even at a bar drinking beer, but I'll eat chocolate pepper pretzels. Marshmallows. I hate marshmallows.
0: You're not a s'more hate person that.
1: then? Well, again, you're not eating just a marshmallow. You're eating a cooked marshmallow in a different, <laughs> but like a, a regular marshmallow, I can't stand. You dip it in chocolate. And again i I j I'll I'll eat it in a heartbeat. He's yeah. like a mad scientist, like uh, He is. He is a mad no, scientist Oh you. No Who, me? Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. like just the way you're describing like how to how to eat
0: this chocolate in the different ways. I don't know.
1: Yes. I am kind of a— I'm, You ever put I'm a marshmallow it's in the microwave? Compliment. Have
0: I, uh, no, what happened? you ever well, when you go home today? I'm not going to do Throw a couple it. marshmallows in the microwave. I'm not doing that. Well, it, it blows up like a balloon. Is that right? Yeah, they get super huge. Really? Like an Oompa, Oompa. Loompa? But then it like... <laughs> Dippity-doo. <laughs> but then it melts to everything it touches. So yeah, I shouldn't have told like you that a, That sounds like a disaster. Oh, no. It's it's fun watching somebody else's microwave. It's, just, it's fun watching somebody clean yeah, it up. Just who, don't who do it on you. your own. Right, yeah. right. Abdul in Germantown's on WIP. Good morning, Abdul. Oh, hang on there one second. I lost you for a second. There we go. How you, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Listen,
2: I have a problem with this Josiah Scott
1: hmm.
2: uh, defense.
0: Okay, the people <laughs> defending this guy because he's young. <laughs> the this
2: guy Scott is
1: horrible. Defense. He's not an NFL player.
0: Well, he is. In, in all fairness, Abdul, he's the third third stringer, right, Marcus? He's well, not even a backup.
1: He is... He's the he's the break glass in case of emergency safety. Yeah, mean right. yeah, he's, like
0: he's broken already. He's Ooh. glad it's
3: already broken. <laughs> well, you know, again, he's a
1: one-time use. Every once in a while, yeah. you use a, a, a roster spot on a special teams guy. He's been a pretty good special teams guy for them, and that's kind of all he is. And I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. You, you usually have replaced him, a guy like that by their fourth year when they make a little bit of money. So you're—it's you're, only three more games, Abdul, more, it's only two but more games. Abdul
0: and Marge, he hasn't been. We keep focusing on uh, third and thirty, understandably. Mm-hmm. He's played a ton of snaps for this team because Avante Mannix is never hurt. Never he's never never healthy. healthy yeah. Excuse me. He's uh, yeah, he, and he
1: hasn't been a bad nickel corner. He hasn't been a good nickel corner, but he hasn't been like a reason why the defense is horrible. Yeah. But you know, I understand your frustration. No, nah, he's you'd the assume... reason why the,
3: he's the reason why C.D. Lamb had all the yards. <laughs> if you go back and watch the game, they were picking on Josiah Scott in the slot. They didn't put him on the edge. They put him on the slot because they knew. Josiah Scott was going to line up against him, and they picked on him several times in a row. Right, which is watch. why
1: he's a special teamer. I mean, if you're going to rip a guy who's like a third-year guy that is not expected to be Avante Maddox, who's making some money and is really good, then that's just not fair. I mean, he is what he is. He's a good special teamer, and he's not a good nickel corner. If he's a good nickel corner, he'd be he'd probably be. Vontae Maddox wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be paying him the money. So it's certainly not fair to say Josiah Scott is the re- and Ceedee Lamb's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. It, you're smart to put him on uh, Josiah Scott, and the defense could have could have changed. They could have put Darius Slay in the slot if they if they saw that happening, you know. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're going to roast Josiah Scott for being a, a poor nickel corner. Then you might as well just rip the sun for being hot. <laughs>
3: what?
1: Understand. That's Understandable,
0: that's but, understandable. So but, all
2: I'm saying is I don't understand the 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 hate that
3: Darius Slay is receiving because he called them out.
2: Well, we, the because because, Ab, because
0: Abdul, I I get I, I get Josiah Scott isn't good, but uh, but Darius Slay was elected a team captain. He's a veteran. You take the high road there. You, you, there's ways to phrase it without throwing teammates under
1: the bus. And I, I'll put it to you this way: like, like if it was Avante Maddox and he had been playing safety, which he sometimes does, I would have much less problem with it than Josiah Scott, number one. Number two, if Jason Kelsey had said something like, well, you know what, that was a combination block, and Isaac Sayamalu blew it, and that's why Jalen Hurts got hurt, we'd be all up in arms. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, but I just, I just don't like. It. I don't know. He didn't say his name, but we all knew who he was talking
0: about. <laughs> Abdul, he
1: didn't say
3: his name.
0: <laughs> he did not say his name. Let me get you a spin on the wheel. All I, right. Well, I, well, yeah. Here I we need go. candy with chocolate in it. Abdul, what do you have? Uh, did anybody say Butterfinger? Nobody has said a Butterfinger. Better not finger. lay a finger on my Butterfinger. You know, Butterfinger may be, uh, Marcus, one of the most underrated candy bars out there. It is not true. It's a horrible candy bar, but a great commercial. Just oh, like Butterfinger. Really oh, my gosh. It, a you bad know, take from you again. God, who invited it's this It's really guy? bad yeah, for your no. teeth, too. It sticks to your teeth and rots them. It's worth it. Well, that's why you Number 12 already taken. You get a Keith Jones autograph card. I'm in a slump here. 215-592-9494. I uh, have got Jared and Stephanie and Mario and Jim and Pierre. Everybody else, hang tight. I promise we're going to get to everybody. On the other side, I, I, I need to refocus the show here because we talked a lot about Darius Slay and him just calling out, without saying names, teammates for that third and 30. I have a concern about this team moving forward, and I, I'm worried that they may have peaked, not because of the talent on the roster and not even because of the injuries, but because of words spoken by members of the coaching staff yesterday morning. WIP Sports Time, 7.39. 7.45. Welcome back, everybody. WIP Morning Show, John Johnson and Marcus Hayes. will be joined by Dave Zingaro at the top of the hour. Pick his brain about all things Philadelphia Eagles. Marcus, are you paying attention to what's going on with Southwest Airlines right now? I'm not even paying attention to you. Oh, man. Well, let me just fill you in. We're doing a radio show here. That's number one. Number two, so Southwest, for those who have are not aware of what's going on, if you haven't taken any flights in the last couple of days, Southwest just mass cancellations across the globe. Uh, and what's happening is rather than, you know, at this moment in time, they are telling uh, these customers, "Sorry, you had airline tickets. We canceled your flight. We have nothing. We we can't help you at this moment in time. We can't give you your money back. If you go down this long corridor, there is about fifty different flights that were canceled. Your bags are somewhere in there. Good luck, Marcus. That's an absolute nightmare, man. That that's bad. That's horrible. <laughs> How do you do that to somebody? Yeah, you don't care. I mean, I'm, thank
1: God, I'm... thank God, they were bailed out several times by the United States. Too big to fail." bailed out by the government several times
0: that's unbelievable and uh even though he's not physically here he's somehow always here somehow or al margani was wondering if we had any southwest airline tickets available on this morning's prize wheel thankfully we do not no 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 cindy webster who does an awesome job putting these together each and every week would never do such a thing uh, instead, we have great prizes like the Hand and Stone gift cards, gift cards to Wawa Metro Diner and Visa gift cards and Captain Chucky's Crab Cake Company, Dogs and Cats Rule gift cards, and everything else in between. Before we go back to the phones, one of the things that we are going to talk to Dave Zingara about is a serious concern of mine. I am worried that the Eagles may have peaked, not because of the loss to Dallas. No, 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 no. It's not because of their second loss of the season. has nothing to do with the talent on the roster, although... Notable injuries are certainly concerning, but words spoken by the coaching staff yesterday. And I'm going to single out, uh, well, I'm going to mention two specific coaches, the head coach and the defensive coordinator. So as a guest of the morning show yesterday, Nick Sirianni was, of course, going to be asked about the defense. And um, the, you know, the third and 30, which is, I don't care what situation it is, it's, it's never, there's never an okay time for a team to convert on a third and 30 against you. But then they got into the zone defenses. And Dak Prescott, if you didn't know this already, against the Eagles zone defense this past Saturday, Christmas Eve, 24 for 24. Absolutely perfect for 300 yards and two touchdowns. He did all his damage against the zone defense. Well, Nick Sirianni was asked about it. And, uh, well, listen to what he had to say there, Francisco, with uh, Nick Sirianni. Now, Marcus, you pointed this out to start the show. This was a much more gentle way uh, than maybe Doc Rivers would say it, where he's saying, I don't care what you guys think you saw, they weren't all zone. Well, um, those whose job it is to track these things have all said it's a form of zone that they played. Right, and I think his
1: point was it wasn't – when you say 24 for 24 for 302 touchdowns against zone, it makes it sound like they're playing the same exact – defense over and over again. I think Nick's point is we disguised zone, we had semi-zones or some some places, sometimes you play zone on one half, sometimes you play man on the other half. There are lots of, it's a much more nuanced thing. And he, I think what he also maybe doesn't even understand is that the people who are making these claims now mm-hmm. aren't like, you know, uh, Analytics nerds who have no idea what they're looking at. They're they're people with football backgrounds, yeah, who who aspire to be coaches one day and do know what they're looking at. And so their definition of what a zone is is much more precise than what it was, you know, in 1997 when I was going through VHS tape and trying to figure out mm. what a zone was and what 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 was zone and what wasn't.
0: So I went from being just a little upset at the loss, but understanding it's only the second loss of the season, to being enraged based on what the head coach had to say. To Angelo can complete the now. You guys don't know what you're looking at. That wasn't all zone. We know it was. I don't care what anybody outside of our organization says. Well, after hearing that, I can't wait to hear what Jonathan Gannon has to say. You know he's going to be asked about the zone defense, 24 for 24, from Dak Prescott. Here's Gannon's response.
1: We're a defense that does multiple things to defend people. There's always going to be elements of what looks like zone when we're playing zone. When it looks like zone, we're playing man. When it looks like man, we're playing zone to one side and man to another side. I think that's pretty common around the league. Some guys live in the world of man or pure zone, which that's a way you can go. But ultimately, it doesn't matter, in my opinion, what calls are being called. you got to teach it and coach it the right way.
0: Uh, I, you uh... know... Complete denial by the defensive coordinator and then says, oh, by the way, you, these guys need to be taught better. I, I, I find that completely unacceptable, Marcus says, and that's why I'm concerned. When you go through, when you have 13 wins, you've gotten there doing things a certain way. I get all that. But my worry is that they are now so convinced that what worked the first 13 wins will carry them the rest of the way that they won't make the proper adjustments to address some flaws. Against upper echelon opponents. So what you just said
1: is kind of crazy, right? You, because you, they have 13 they wins. They have 13 yeah. wins and they need to change things up. <laughs> right. Well, no, they don't need to change things up because they are missing 60% of their front-line defensive entities, or, or at least 50%, depending on how you cons- what you consider Kayvon Wallace to be. So without Avante Maddox, without Kayvon Wallace, and without C.J. Gardner-Johnson, they had issues against Dak Prescott at home. Mm -hmm. That's to be expected. Now, if you're going to contend to me that those players will not come back, and therefore you need to change things up, Alright, that, that's that's a debate we can have, but we can't have a debate where the number two overall defense, the number two pass defense, the number two defense at ah. takeaways, and the number one defense in sacks needs to change a whole lot.
0: Well, the last seven games, the Eagles are dead last in takeaways, in the entire NFL. No, I think they're dead last in turnover differential. Excuse me, turnover differential. They are dead last which in turnover means, differential. Which
1: means, because Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew essentially combined for eight turnovers in two games... That's that's the differential
0: issue. Well, the last six games, the only uh, player on defense who has a turnover, who has an interception, excuse me, is Josh Sweat, okay. who you would never expect. That's a, a concern as the season goes on. And I, You know what's my, interesting my,
1: about that stat, though, mm-hmm.
0: is most of those
1: games, this defensive backfield has been compromised. I mean, C.J. Garner-Johnson leads the league with six great, interceptions. Yeah, and he's missed and four he's games. And he's been hurt. Yeah. He's had a lacerated kidney. I'm pretty sure they don't have a lacerated kidney defense. Well, <laughs> as opposed to who was my man
0: Abdul from Germantown who mm-hmm. called it the Josiah Scott defense <laughs> my see what i'm this comes down to a larger issue there are those who love Jonathan Gannon and those who think it's he's a he is an analytics dream like he, analytically if you look at a stat like, oh my god look at all the great numbers number 1 defense based on the scheme that he runs but then when he faces a team with a good quarterback they get torn to shreds And Dak Prescott would be a good quarterback. As do most defenses get torn to shreds. That's why they're considered good quarterbacks. Well, the the fear is, and this is honestly a fear of mine, Mm -hmm. that when you get to the playoffs, there is no more, you know, ham and eggers. You're going to face obviously good teams and teams with good to great quarterbacks. An absolutely valid concern that you would be concerned
1: with. Absolutely, but what they did in the offseason is they went out and got James Bradbury, who's a, you know, border a borderline Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl type cornerback and CJ Gardner-Johnson who would have made the Pro Bowl if he'd been healthy at safety. So if so they if, have a, they, they they did what they could do to improve this aspect of the defense You know, and they would
0: be better if they were healthy. But injuries happen to every team. Mm -hmm. So if for some reason the defense allows 40 in a playoff game, we're going to chalk it up to no CJ Gardner-Johnson or Avante Maddox.
1: I would say that you know one of the better nickel corners. The absence of one of the better nickel corners in the league and the guy who leads the league in interceptions would be big enough losses to say yes, you were going to give up more points than you would optimally give up otherwise. So the coordinator gets an out. Not only does he get an out, he probably gets a job for like oh. with like four million dollars a year. And I'll tell you this: well, you well, know, when you say job, when you, you mean elsewhere. When you right? don't have, yeah, an out to Denver. But when when you when, you know when he's gone, mm-hmm. you know, I, do you think Howie Roseman? Nobody's talking about. Yes. Okay. Then why are you killing his defensive coordinator? The guy. This is the guy that they touted more than the coach when they re, when they established this staff. The same way they touted Frank Reich and Jim Schwartz mm-hmm. and um, John DiFilippo more than they touted Doug Peterson. Yeah. So why is your boy Howie now an idiot? D- yeah, did Howie hire Chip Kelly? Yes. Uh, yeah. okay. So he's, so he's
0: not perfect. He's not he's perfect. Not perfect. Well, I'm not, and again, I'm not, I'm not sometimes... a Howie's advocate. I asked him the question. Well, no, no. Sometimes I we... I fired Howie in 2016. We're not always correct.
1: I'm just saying, like, if you
0: have faith to in To answer Hallie, your question,
1: we're if, not always correct. If you have faith in Howie, I mean, th- the Jonathan Gannon question will always be— this is why the Jonathan Gannon question is always going to matter in Philadelphia, because mm-hmm. Philadelphians might have been wrong about him. They, ha- they, they have invested themselves to the degree where they're no, anti-Jonathan anti- Gannon, and Philadelphia no, can't no, admit no, no, they're no. wrong about Cause there
0: were No, it's you know not that else, at all. You're wrong, Marcus. Wrong, you know who else Philadelphia's wrong about? Buddy Ryan. He stunk. No, the people had an infatuation because he brought back the the, the passion, the intense love of football to Philadelphia, and was a no, bad coach. People were wrong about Jalen Hurts and have come clean about it because Jalen Hurts has been nothing short of amazing this year. Right, but Jonathan Gannon can't throw touchdown passes. Jonathan Gannon has the number two defense
1: in three different categories and number one in sacks and you're we having an entire show
0: about one play. Can, no, it, it's a, no, I'm got minus 40 points. It's more than one play. Although that's that's the one you think of first. If it's that, 40 if that points play didn't happen we wouldn't be having this
1: show. I mean, we are we, he's 13 and 2. He's going to get a head coaching job. Yeah. Statistically they are spectacular <laughs> and they make plays. Uh-huh. They create
0: turnovers and get sacks, which is exactly what Philadelphia has craved since Jim okay. Johnson. One final question before I squeeze in some calls. If by some chance the Eagles face the Cowboys in the playoffs, what will Dak Prescott do to this defense?
1: Probably the same thing. Oh, if, okay. If they are so, Gannon has an L if already. They, if they are populated the
0: way that they are populated, hmm. Jared and Allen Towns on double Also, no Derek Barnett. You, and, uh, <laughs> 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 Good morning, Jared. How's it going, guys? Uh, so better, better for you than me, Jerry. <laughs> let me, let me, so I, I need to get a background here. So you are in Allentown, but you are a Saints fan. Please explain.
2: Yes. All right. So my whole family—they're die-hard Eagle fans, and I was a die-hard Eagle fan as well. But I was a huge fan of Reggie Bush when he was in college at USC, and then, I was, and I was in sixth grade at this time, and I was like, all right, whatever team drafted. Reggie Bush, thank God it wasn't the Texans. Um and I was like I'm going to be that's going to be my favorite team and then the past 14, 15, 16 years I've
0: been a Saints fan. So All right, but 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 Jared, but Reggie Bush hasn't been in the league in a very long time and when you have a whole family of Eagles fans, I can understand I, mean, I, I, I got I still got love. I still have love for the Eagles and and I actually even when I was in college I was an
2: intern for the Eagles back in 2017 oh, no. the year they won the Super Bowl.
0: So oh, and that didn't so, so when they face each other on Sunday, who are you rooting for?
2: I am rooting for the Saints. My oh. family, my fiance will oh. be rooting
1: for the Eagles.
0: It's going to be a hell. Tough, the black sheep of the family, Marcus. Yes. Yeah,
1: I I definitely am. But but I mean he had some pretty good years. Being a being a Saints
0: fan has been fun for a long time. No, 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 I know, but he had he became a Saints fan because of a player. If that player That's went cool. to went to Washington, he would have been a Washington fan. Is that true? No, or would you, would you have love, retained the Saints love. I fell love? in
1: love with the team. Yeah, I, fell I mean,
0: in love it's, with a, the team.
1: it's a good, te- it's a it's a fun team to be a fan of. Oh,
0: Jared, I don't like this phone call at all, but I'm pressed for time, and I at least want to award you with hopefully a Keith Jones autograph card. Give me, hey, let me something. Wait, wait,
1: let me let me run it down. Hershey's bar, Kit Kat, Reese's, Nestle's Crunch, M and M's. Uh, Peppermint patty, ugh. Yummy.
0: Chocolate-covered pretzels, and better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. A candy with chocolate in it. What do you have? Mr. Good Bar? Mr. Good Bar is that. See, now that is an underrated candy bar. You can't find me a full-size Mr. Good Bar. You can't. They only seem to come in the variety packs. Mm, Every time you mix chocolate with Uh. peanuts, number eight. Boy, Marcus is just... He's 0 for his last 13. He's in a, a Reese no Hoskins da- I'm, no, I'm no Dak Prescott. Oh, you guys on hold, uh, Stan Pat, I'm going to get to everybody. Dave Zingaro joining us next at 759.